Hi, this is Tanmay Shah and you're listening to the Rock Laz Radio. Welcome to our first episode called Counting Words. We have with us Laura Grinberger. She's a versatile model, artist, well-read, well-experienced, over 10 years of experience in modeling and a very amazing and sweet person. Today we are discussing about books and podcasts and what we have read. So hence, counting, count your words. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So it's a very nice topic and uh, glad to have you. I'm just opening up my library so I, I know what to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So is there anything particular that you've been reading or listening this week especially? A um, couple of minutes on uh, Tools of Titans and a podcast Freakonomics. And there's another thing which I hear, which is... Uh, which is an app of Art of Living. And there's a lot of um, um, Indian spiritual talks. I know Art of Living. My mom is with Art of Living. Oh, my oh, God. Awesome. Yeah. Small world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, the link you sent me, Freakonomics um, session about art, was insane. I mean, I knew the Amy... I knew Amy Capellazzo because she's just a gangster woman in art's um, cruel world. But And she's actually, she's really gangster. But I love the session. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much. Um, let me just put it up on Pinet because it's fantastic, really. So copy. Okay, I've so been. I'm on. Yeah, that's a lovely podcast. The previous episode of this was from the art collector's point and art market of art and stuff like that. And uh, the next episode is going to be about uh, NFTs and stuff like that. So I'm pretty excited. And this is the best podcast. If you search Google, Google search on best podcast, economics will come on top. Yeah, I actually, I love, oh, wait, trying to pin it, but probably I have saved something wrong. Yeah, um, I really love the, um, the Economist podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, Financial Times. Uh -huh. It's daily and it's like very concise. It mm -hmm. doesn't take too much time. And I love that one. And then there is application uh, Finemize, mm -hmm. uh, which also updates you about uh, all the economics and business thing around the world. For economics, uh, there are there's Econ Talks as well, uh, which is a University of Boston or some place like that. So it talks about all economics and business stuff. And uh, podcasts, okay. So there are, there is, I'll just mention a couple of my favorite podcasts. So there, there's one called Akimbo, A-K-I-M-B-O. -A it's a podcast by Seth Godin. It's a... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a marketing guru. And yeah, I know him. 
Awesome. I have read his books actually. Uh, the I Purple didn't Cow. Uh, yeah. Which book? Um, I I will tell you just one second. Let me open my books. So you read books on um, digitally or physical books? The dip and this is marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I actually I started reading on my phone just reading because I obviously love the physical books but then I was traveling every week and I just would bring three or four books which is obviously a lot for every travel and then I just started using my phone and I loved the phone the fact that you can actually underline the things that you love and you can just find them easily whereas if it's a physical book you have to like search page by page where was it and what was written you know and after that i evolved into listening to audiobooks which is like even better yeah i prefer listening if it's very like i have to be really concentrated on what it is then i prefer reading it i prefer listening anytime over reading and reading digital over physical so i have left physical books many many years ago (laughs) And uh, I I have books on Amazon and their Kindle Kindle app, and um, many a times if audio audio book is not available for that particular book, I get the digital version and use this tool called Talkback. So the phone reads out to you, but it is not as good as uh, Audible audio books, but it works out. It is <laughs> that application was basically made for. Uh, to assist blind people and uh, oh. so <laughs> so it reads anything on screen so uh, apps name whatever you tap uh, things like that so mm-hmm. oh that's very useful actually <laughs> and do you so do you use ibooks or the audible or which one or so, any other yeah kindle i use the kindle app of amazon and mm-hmm. most of my digital books are from there Audiobooks are from Audible and most of my books are audiobooks. So it has Audible has different marketplaces. So half of my books are on US marketplace, half of them are on Indian marketplace. So sometimes if you don't get a title somewhere, just go in a different country's marketplace and check it out. Ah, okay, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Smart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually noticed there there was my friend uh, from Brazil, who was recommending me one book, and I couldn't find it because my country was Italy, like the uh, Apple country, and I couldn't find it. And now I actually, because you can't really change the country unless your uh, subscriptions have finished. So, as I bought a new phone, they gave me TV for two years or a year, I don't remember, and it's going to expire next year. <laughs> So I couldn't change my country yet, and it's. So you're like, talking about the Audible app or your iPhone app? The. So what I, what I was saying was that. No, no, the country thing issue is occurring in which app? The Audible app or some other? The Audible. App? No, sorry, the uh, Apple Books. Apple uh, Books. In Audible, you can change the country, like it's a different subscription. Yeah. But you can do that. (laughs) No, no, I have also Audible. And actually, since I discovered Audible, 
I'm not reading anything anymore in Apple Books, but I still have like loads. I think I have like 600 euros of books on my Apple Books. <laughs> wow. Literally. So you are a avid reader. My first uh, <laughs> impression which I got of you was your uh, list of books which you read in 2021 that post on your Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty awesome. So you are such a versatile person, well-read uh, model. Okay, let me do a introduction in a podcast style, so I can record this and put this as my first episode of podcast. Are you cool with? Oh me? yes, oh yes. Okay, so guys, welcome to our first episode called Counting Words, and we have with us Laura Grinberger. She's a versatile model artist. well read well experienced over 10 years of experience in modeling and a very amazing and sweet person and uh, today we are discussing about books and podcasts and what we have read so hence counting count your words so welcome 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 <laughs> amazing perfect you're a pro amazing amazing <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How are you, my friends? Very good. How are you? Cool, cool. Sunday, Sunday with a lot of sun here in Spain. Yeah, cool. So nice. I'm so jealous. Yeah, you you are a box of surprise, and thank you, Tomai, for these tips and the 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 podcast channel. Yeah, it's really cool. So this is Galiano. He's from Spain. He's a very versatile artist as well, very active, and supporting everybody in the community. So welcome to you too. Thank you, thank you very much. A pleasure to be here with all of you. And yeah, uh, nice to talk about uh, books. It's yeah, you uh, you surprise me always every day. So yeah, <laughs> today I was reading. a very interesting cool physical book in this in this ipad times you know and yes yeah, uh, my my parents given to me as a present and is a is the artist way and a spiritual path of higher creativity from julia cameron it's really cool this some something apart from the theory i used to Read from uh, from the books of the university. I'm in the second course of fine arts, and yeah, it's completely different, of course. But yeah, it's sometimes these theories are necessary. Just to share with you, with in this beautiful channel. Thank you very much for for the time, and yeah, and to to talk about books. Absolutely. How, yeah, how how necessary they are for for us. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how far are you with the artist way because I actually I actually started reading and I got to no I I got to only the eighth ninth track which I don't know from 39 so I'm quite at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's recently I'm just in the yeah week with uh week uh 4, yeah, and yeah, just all those first chapters about how you need to protect your artist uh, you got inside um 
year, all those, um, well, at the beginning, all those um, struggles or, or scares you got about the 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 the, the artist way, no? But yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting in my opinion. But of course, I'm in, in the beginning. Uh, I don't know, but well, it's the 16 edition, so yeah, need need to be something interesting inside, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tanmay, is there any book on arts that you're reading, art theory or art suggestions or anything? Um. I have to think about it, but not really. My most of my art information comes from YouTube. <laughs> so visual, I get to have visual the process and thoughts about it. But definitely, I'm looking forward to get suggestions from you to read about a person's an artist uh, thought process or background, because I've studied, I've seen videos on biography videos about um, Van Gogh, Picasso. Uh, a couple of more artists like that so it was it was very nice to see that so a book would be a more in-depth view on that so looking forward to it let me just 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 pin this one edit pin link okay should be right so this is a book the war of art and it's about the obviously the blocks and also the, <laughs> the regime. Uh, Pardon? Art. No, it, it sounds very... I have read yeah. the book Art of War. <laughs> yeah, that is a little bit different because it talks obviously about strategy and everything. But this one is exactly about artists and the creative blocks, the regime, the discipline. And it's very inspiring. I have read it twice, but I would definitely read it again and again and again. And it's short, it's inspiring, and I love it. Awesome. I'm just checking if it is available on Kindle. Okay, I'll do that. Yes, it is. Awesome. I got a question, Laura. Yes. I, is is as spiritual as the the book I'm reading now, or is is more practical? It's both of the ways because obviously we have we are soul in the physical body. So this book is both about your need of being of of your like essential need of being an artist, and also why you are an artist because you need to give and you need to release something you know and you need to create so it goes hand in hand with the discipline and how actually overcome maybe even your fears as an artist you know and just go ahead and it's i mean i think this book is really nice it's not heavy you you won't get anything new but probably it's old known truth but sometimes it's good to get reminded of the old truth you know and just have that kind of push and yeah that's it yeah no i mean i'm asking this because uh, yeah it's, it's uh, some uh, a lot of question about 
about to have your your God uh, inside the the the, the world. I don't know why they they are mixing this. I don't understand. But this is the most you you know uh, reading every day color theories from joseph albert for example or from Bauhaus, or from really cool art, art theories that they are that have been demonstrated during all this this year well of course it's nothing is is pure in, in art i don't know why they mix here uh, the most of time the concept of a religion inside the art. That's why I ask you, because I, I, I rather prefer, I, I, of course, I understand that you really need to, to have your, your soul clear to, to, uh, to create art. Of course, for, for maybe it's sometimes it's necessary to, to, to write and, and let people know about that. But for me, it's something like uh, the, 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 the same day the, from the beginning is giving me that inspiration and that sound. I don't really necessary to, to it's like, a, well, you feel an artist from the beginning. It's like the, the, the artist born or is done or, is, or it grows. So it's, for me, it's both. But you know from the beginning that you are a, an artist and your soul is, is from an artist sometimes, but yeah, it's good. It's good to have that lesson. But well, for me, it's better, maybe it's better than read all those things just to live apart from the city, uh, having a regular time for um, being a part of all those uh, FOMO or times or, or stress or, or something like that, and yeah, and that happens without no no alone. I don't know if I'm, I'm explaining properly. Sorry, sometimes I, I translate directly from Spain from from Spanish, but yeah, uh, uh, I, I prefer. Honestly, to, to read more more uh, theories and at the same time sociology that know to mix spirituality in the art that well is is depend of you not and your 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 beautiful soul you have inside as creator is 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 well. I understand. I, I see that, that way, but of course, it's, it's a, a point to write and, of course, to read about. Thank you. Thank you for your, your opinion. Thank you, Galeano. Uh, if you're talking about creative books, there is another one which I would like to suggest. It's called Big Magic. Have you read that? Big Magic? No. Who is the author? Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, okay. But is it like self-development or is it more a poem? It's a, it's a full book about uh, creativity. So she's a writer and she talks about her artist blog and how ideas travel and amazing ways to get ideas and stuff like that. So uh, he, he, she treats ideas as 
human or living or some living entity so you need to be ready for them or once they come you need to catch them and just execute them not hold on till next time and stuff like that <laughs> so big magic creative creative uh, creative living beyond fear that's the title of the book big magic i think she was a guest with uh, a tim ferris show yeah i'm i'm sure she would be and i think i even yeah i i so she spoke about this book she spoke about her experience and pa- past and how everything evolved and she mentioned this book i just have never read this <laughs> you can you know what i do about when i get book suggestions and all that i go to youtube i check the summary <laughs> no way <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> If I like it, then I go and read in detail. So you can try that. <laughs> I actually could do that. <laughs> so I was talking about the Akimbo podcast. So Seth Godin is an amazing person, and I he has a very different way of thinking. He relates ideas from different, uh, different fields together, and uh, it's. with with such a great logic to all he, what he says so it's pretty awesome it's a monologue he he does his research and talks about it and then takes questions at the end but brilliant episode always fresh and something new something very factual to learn from this person <laughs> so i have a question to both of you when when is the moment that you read during the day um for me it is before going to bed uh, or the most focused i feel for reading book is when i'm driving so that's the most uh, or when i'm doing some chores so i can listen to them that's the most focus i have while reading books <laughs> otherwise i have to keep rewinding and rewinding and listening again <laughs> i i personally can't read before the sleep because then i'm really tired and i would just not hear anything or understand it's kind of before before going to sleep i just like to unwind and just turn off everything and just have like silence around me you know just like releasing everything and not being concentrated on anything but usually i read uh i can read from the morning but most of the time while i'm commuting or walking or doing exactly like you said chores yeah that is the best way yeah exactly me. commuting is the best time traveling or listening or walking or doing exercise so that's the best time which i have found and uh, what what do you think aliana what's what is it for you i'm in the same position as laura is for me it's, it's so difficult to to read before to 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 go to sleep and yeah I tried some time but I I I yes got the, the conclusion that I don't know what what I read the, the the day before so it's it's better not to yeah to to find another way and for me living in countryside is is like uh, the 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 time after the after lunch is is as I told you 
it's really beautiful right now even being uh, December right now is the sun is shining and maybe the temperature is uh, 18 or 19 and if you put in the sound you got your 25 easily so it's really good to read at this time no? and you understand everything for me for me of course for sure but yeah I, I rather prefer that that time and do you make any notes while you read? I put bookmarks, and uh, but uh, until my experience till now, I have marked, highlighted, done everything, but I've never got chance to go back to it and read those. What about you? I, I usually, so when I was still uh, reading the 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 text in Apple books and I was marking and underlining things and actually writing even ideas about the things I tend to go back. And because I, when I mentioned the book, I like to take some good, good quotes to just tell people like, Oh my God, listen to this. This is amazing. You know, for example, one of my favorites is Herman Hesse Siddhartha book. And I have like literally every page, there is something underlined and I just can open any moment. And it's just so helpful for myself sometimes, you know, um, the audiobooks, obviously there is no chance for me to underline anything. And I'm not sure if I can, oh, now there is a function in Audible that you can actually probably save that second, but I have what I have done before when there was not a possibility to do the bookmark, I would just do the screenshot and send to people. For example, there was this audiobook I really loved about um, health and lifestyle, but it's not only health, it's just habits and little daily hacks that really changed the life, our life in, in a long term. Um, so for example, the, the fresh air, the clean air, even in your bedroom, or if there are any allergies, like most of the people haven't ha done the, the, the allergy test, but which is very, very important because in the time of 25 years or 30 years, it can create like cancers and many different stuff because obviously the body is taking this for so long that something is going give in you know and so i have been like screenshotting the book with the tech screen videoing the the thing and sending to my friends let me just find it and it was i think it was dr hyman one second i have to find that's it. a cool way even to remember it so once we note them down or type it again to forward it to somebody it makes a repeat and a good impression on ourselves as well. <laughs> exactly. Let me just find it. What about you, Galliano? Well, uh, as, a, um, as a painter, well, more, more drawing as a painter, I used to always have in my pockets a little pencil. I try to always have a little 
papers book with me as well to to make any drawing in any situation this is so really cool at the time to to set up a, a an artist project no and well you know right now we are thinking in more in ipads in application in all this thing but but yeah the, the traditional way it was all, always a, a pencil and a and a, and a paper book, a, a little one. So yeah, for me always was so useful to to underline the, those those interesting notes and and have that margin on top to to write your thoughts about it. So yeah, that, that's I I I I used to do that. So at that time. As you mentioned before, that you read that book the second, the second time is so, it's so good to find uh, as well your opinion at that time, and maybe you read that that book five or ten years ago, and how you change your mind at that point, or maybe was helpful to 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 growing at that same way, or yeah. It's, uh, it's it's sometimes it's, it's a really cool surprise to 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 read that that note more than than well you know the to the the underline to make a a word for the university that is like just to make a resume but I love that that uh, that uh, topic in the in your own books and your the the books you are really um loving at that moment reading Galeno, just... can i ask you what what since how many years have you been an artist and uh, secondly which is the book which you have read many times well the 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 so, sorry the, the, i didn't understand you the first question how many how long how long have you been an artist since how many years are you an artist or okay okay sorry art? yeah 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 sure yeah, well, uh, I I I finished the uh, when I finished the the basic education here in Spain, I always uh, was drawing, and even I I I at that time I won some some quiz, no, some small quizzes in in the neighborhoods about drawing and everything. But I I was a bad student at that at that time, so I couldn't get the the note. And from from maybe from sixteen, I I was drawing, and I got a lot of draws. But I couldn't go go inside the university because the qualification, and and yeah that's why I, at my 47 right now i'm in the second course of fine arts because i i wanted to 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 make it well that, that title and everything but during these last 20 years i was uh, working in the website industry always being creative uh, from making a, a logotype from so we have been whatever. in the art since over 30 years and doing everything creative things that's so cool and uh, what what is the book uh galliano and even i wanted to ask laura which is a particular book that 
that you have read for the most times repeat uh, like two three or more times sure sure the the um it was um, at my at that time maybe at my 18s or something like that when i discovered the paulos coelho's alchemist and i read it two or three times in in spanish and then as i was as i read a lot of sometimes many times this this book when i moved to england it helped me a lot to to buy the same book in english so yeah my first year in in, in england without so speaking it is a very nice book and i always like the message in it that uh, what you're going out to search for is already there at your place or within you so like search inside rather than outside or something like that what what are your takes on uh, alchemist flora and which is the book which you have read the most number of times right so i actually read alchemist only a couple of years ago because i thought it it's so like so popular that you mean it's too mainstream and what i really love is the the book that i mentioned herman hesse siddhartha and i think i think every time i read it and the first time i read it it was like 12 years ago every time i read it it's something else and something new and it's about life you know like the journey because the book is actually a journey of a person and intertwined with the family with with the freedom and how much you can actually decide for somebody else and how much you actually can decide for those who you love but they have the right to decide and freedom to decide for their own life and the results so that is definitely a book that i love and i find it spiritual and just Oh yeah, right? let me do that. Yes, let me just do it very quickly. And literally as is on the same lines um One second, let me read the title to you. A biography autobiography of a yogi. Have you read that? No. Autobiography of a yogi. So it's I'll pin that too. So it's about a yogi from India. Uh, and how how he becomes a yogi and his different spiritual experiences and then he goes to us and it's a it's a nice read but it's it's exactly about yogis right it's it's not Because... about yogis as directly is my mic on yeah so it's not about it's it's a life of a yogi but a lot of experiences and thought process and philosophy he shares are interesting uh i'll definitely go and hear the preview about it uh the other book that is insane and i have read it in one year and in one year i have read it five times i think and the name is never split the difference by chris voss so it's 
a very practical book about negotiations and negotiations happen. Just let me copy the, the <laughs> link. Nice name for a book, which is called, uh, which is on negotiation. <laughs> no, honestly, like ne we always negotiate with our partner, like in private life, with our children, with our business partner, with everybody, there is a negotiation wanted or not there is and this book is just insanely amazing of the ways how you how to do it better way but not only in in very selfish way but also in a way that both can win you know so i really love this book let me just pin it yeah negotiation is not about just winning and grabbing it's it's a balance right in 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 those ways you have to be willing to give away some points as well. Yeah, totally. And I really loved the um, George Orwell uh, in 1984. <laughs> I've heard about it and uh, I want to read it. It's about the future and how the world is going to end sort of, right? Literally. It's like, it's never ending. And I mean, you can apply, it's like genius who was living almost like before the time then it happened. And you can apply it to any moment. And it's about uh, rather political regime, about the freedom and not freedom, you know, and it's just limit time, limitless peace, honestly. Yeah, he wrote it in 1949 or 1950. And points in it are still applicable. I've heard that a lot. I need to read it now. Yes, thank you. Oh, you <laughs> need to read it, honestly. <laughs> so Hi, Lisa. The book which Sorry. I've read repetitively is uh, Think and Grow Rich. Um, like two, three years back, I've read it almost five times in a year or two. <laughs> yes, 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 I agree. This is also an amazing book. I mean, there are so many great. And uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. So even that, so scheduling and what things are important, your inner circle, outer circle, and uh, responsibilities. How do, it's, it's so many things it talks about. It's one of the favorite books of Bill Gates as well. I love, I'm actually going on and off about reading it and slowly I'm getting through it, but I love it, honestly. I uh, think I... Sunday, repeat the last book you just said. I couldn't hear. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We'll pin it oh, okay. Top. I heard that. I thought you said something after, so... Sorry? I actually, I actually have to admit that this book is even more amazing and have greater impact when somebody explains you these seven habits on their own um, experience. So for example, I had the person who explained one of the habits to me and how it changed their life. And I was like, damn, oh my God, this is insane. And sometimes like you are in me personally, I, I get in the state that I read it as a theory and not always, obviously. But sometimes I get into that automatic re uh, reading where I don't 
anymore receive the information so i can skip i may skip the information and then this person just told me that and i was oh my god and it actually changed my life as well mm -hmm. so you used to skip information and read it as theory and what did you do after the suggestion no 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 some so there are two aspects one aspect is the multitasking while reading so sometimes the attention flows from the book to something else and you just don't really hear the things that you are listening right so and and i probably started reading seven habits and i didn't really hear it anymore maybe and so much changes from the voice and the reader of the book so sometimes i just don't get whatever the reader is saying because just because of their voice and so there was the other aspect practical aspect so there's my friend who recommended seven habits of of highly successful people and took one principle out of that and made an a, a, an example from my friend's life and it was like, oh my God, that is so real. And since then, it is just every single time when I would do something out of that, like how it would affect the principle, it would remind me every time I would do that. And it literally changed my life. So I think the practical, like when somebody who you really personally can relate to explains you one of the things they took from the book, it changes than just reading it like uh, audiobook. So this this club is a nice place to do that. People can discuss from experience. <laughs> yes, exactly. So one of those things like that had I had got from uh, this book called Atomic Habits. It uh, so one aspect which I took out and which I implemented and it was so awesome. So he says like atoms are very small yet the most powerful nuclear blasts are done from the smallest aspects so if you want to inculcate a habit you start doing that thing in a very small portion so if you want to do exercise just pull yourself for doing it for two minutes a meditation for two minutes if you're writing a blog or a book just sit down and write one page or one paragraph or if you're painting something just take a brush and draw some sketches or something like that so it, it it takes whichever whatever biggest tasks you have break it into smaller portions and then do it it's easier to uh, hack your mind into doing just for 2 minutes and then after you start doing then it's easy then you want to do it for more time so <laughs> i have been able to do this for uh, meditation and yoga i did it for 2 years so i would be just like okay i need to uh, do this for two minutes and I would just do it. And there's also another point in it. It's called habit stacking. So you stack one habit on top of the other. So there are some things which we do by default, like having bath, having lunch, going to sleep. So take a habit and plug it with that habit which you're doing on auto mode. So I've, I've, I, I put the yoga and meditation aspect after bath so every morning after bath i used to do the yoga and thing and it had become a default thing so 
just like having bath so that's a that's another incredible book i would <laughs> suggest everybody to if somebody wants to get uh, inculcate a new habit or get rid of some uh, bad habit so for getting rid of bad habit he has suggested try to make it difficult as difficult as possible for you to do that so um uh, he explained in different situations and uh, you can you can do it so suppose for no fap uh, no fap is like uh, it's it, there's a community about it on reddit as well no fap is no no masturbation and no not seeing porn so porn has um, spoiled a lot of lives it's very addictive for youth and um, it it's a it's a thing less talked about but it's a severe thing as well so if you want to re- get rid of that habit uh, try to delete those websites try to uh, be away from that situation as much as possible analyze the situations where this happens and detach yourself from those situations and uh, and so on and so forth so it was it was an amazing book i have been able to do no fab for almost uh, 465 days so <laughs> uh it it is it gives you a different power as well i mean you feel different energy with that so that's another that was a segue but yes you should read atomic habits it is in my library i just never got to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yes lisa you're saying something well i um i like the fact that you share um not just like spiritual non-fiction books but that you mentioned the science fiction cuz the book that I'm going to share that's my favorite I I don't usually be read books but I've read reread it so many times it makes me it's to me the kind of book that makes you inspired like you can do anything uh which is a really good kind of book right now and the title's misleading um but and it's really there are two books like they're sequels but they're really just one book so i would recommend reading them both especially if you like the first right um it's called the warrior's apprentice it's by lois mcmaster bujold her last uh, name is spelled b u j o l d and um you know i don't want to give spoilers but i'll simply say it's a it's a very unusual creative science fiction book um what i love about it is that it's a book where you know the the main person gets enemies to work together um it's a solutions oriented book the author really loves the characters but so the main character is a guy who's uh like 4 foot 9 and he has bones as brittle as chalk and yet so they could break very easily and they do frequently and yet he dives into life and just um in in outside the box ways takes leaps and makes things happen between people and it's just really wonderful um and funny and deep and the uh, you know so i i'm not really i don't think giving a good uh, uh i'm giving too general yeah that's it a uh, general description but the warrior's apprentice and the vor game the vor game is the book that follows it they're really they don't feel like a sequel they feel like one book um aha uh-huh. so you have read science fiction books and uh, so it's not just about books so any source of getting information so we are, we were discussing about podcast also earlier or some youtube channel so thanks for sharing this book and um, lovely to have you 
so laura what what kind of uh, genres do you mostly read laura kaliano lisa as lisa that she reads science fiction what what is your typical genre of reading <laughs> so there is no way i would read science fiction <laughs> for myself and also the movies uh, well first of all i don't generally watch movies but when i do i would not watch horror or science fiction or um fantasy yeah that's that's not my genre but what i do read is uh self development books most of the time i really love um the, the obviously psychology i really love biographies big time biographies and history our politics that 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 would be my main area wow i would just copy paste that <laughs> so yeah i am also not much into fiction but i do like watching movies i like i i watch all kind of movies except horror so it's not really fun it's kind of stupid horrors are kind of stupid so um yeah self help business history uh, i love history and there are some podcasts if you want about india and india history or spirituality i can suggest a few so galeno which what is your genre of reading yeah it's, it's so so close to, to to your your horror theme i apart from that yeah i i can read everything of course and see yeah but the the most i like is is uh, i was reading before to enter the university so much philosophy and i was reading about the the stoics yeah that was really really cool that uh, about marco aurelio um uh, yeah marco aurelio seneca and i, I don't remember the the slave that the broke the 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 there was this book uh, called uh, meditations of marco aurelio and uh, yeah meditation of marco aurelio mason yes and letters of seneca and so yeah i've read i've come across that podcast and i've read this book and yeah pretty interesting oh yes and i do watch science fiction movies so i love watching science fiction movies um especially futuristic technology and time travel ones i love movies which have got to do with time travel reading not much in fiction but uh, yeah lot of movies and videos somebody is saying something oh i love science fiction movies that show uh, futuristic you know very um conscious creative uh futuristic future that you know actually give examples uh it was wonderful to experience those perspectives yeah uh, i have a whole playlist on that one name i can remember now is her so it's a, it's a uh, it's a it's about a ai who accompanies a man but she's also learning so she at the same time learning and she's communicating with all other ais together and <laughs> there the romance between them it is it is futuristic and it shows the dark side of ai as well as well as a fun movie to watch 
Yeah, I read a book called The Silver Metal Lover. And it was, uh, it was a really moving and inspiring. It was a similar thing, a relationship between a human and an AI and, and the exploring the concept of whether the AI could learn to love uh, in, in all aspects. And um, it, was, it was very interesting. Uh -huh. So I used to watch a lot of movies. These days I'm not watching much. Um, So yes, what are we talking about? One sec, I'll just go to my. <laughs> yeah, I actually... don't worry, don't worry. Just what? I, sorry, I, I forgot as as well um, to mention about the Siddhartha <laughs> book. It's, it's amazing, Laura. You mentioned you've been on top, and Siddhartha book is something I read at, before that philosophy. And yeah, of course, that that narrative is amazing how you start the journey, how you go on those rivers and that, that parties and all, all those changes and that way is brilliant. And I've, as, you say, as you said, it was my first time. I, I think if I need to, to read a book for a second time right now, you remember today for me that that is gonna be I, I it's really busy with the university I cannot read so much apart from the the, the, the theories in the about, about the but, but yeah of course it's amazing book thank you for reminding me because it's it's really lovely there's this another book called uh, 10x which I was uh, talking about earlier Laura it's it's by Grant Gordon. <laughs> And uh, the other book called Ikigai. So these two books I've read more than once as well. Ikigai is uh, Ken, uh, uh, Ken, no, yeah, Ken Shonda or not, Honda. Hector Gracia. Or, okay. Oh, I'm confusing. Uh, let me just pin them. And I wanted to say that yesterday, which Usually I don't watch movies, but yesterday somehow I felt like watching a movie and I found this brilliant, brilliant, brilliant movie, which I'm not sure if it was popular because I don't think it was popular. It's called Little Women and it's sort of based on a true story about this female writer. It's a period drama, female writer and about how she disagreed with the system that women had to just think about marriage and how to be a nice object and that's it and she was like no I, I want to be a writer I don't want to get married just because of the system and she had three sisters and all the and it's filmed in a way where it's not a timeline uh like one after the other but it goes and comes back back and forth with the time and it's just delicious beautiful so real and true and the cast was great and it's just amazing and it's directed by a a, a female director It is on my to watch list. It has Emma Watson as also, I believe. And uh, yes, I have, I have, 
I am so crazy about time travel movies. I have written a blog about it. Not the movies, but in general about time travel and all that things. And then I have put in an extra link to my playlist of time travel movies. So until, until uh, give me just two minutes, I'll open that. The uh, Window in Time is one of my favorite recent time travel books. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want, trying to think of how to say it without spoiling it. Um, I guess I'll just say that what I really liked about it. Spoil it, spoil it. Oh, you want me to spoil it? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, you know, a pretty empowered woman um, ends up, uh, I mean, you want me to say, well, she takes a uh, an air balloon ride and for some reason, you know, it goes into something and, and it goes into the past and she meets an inventor guy there. So they're strong and intelligent characters, which is so rare in any kind of romantic story. And of course, it was a more eccentric and historical tale. So it just had more depth and substance. And, you know, I, I love movies where a person has to be resilient and adjust and be creative and resourceful. And and she does that. You know, she he's at, um, I guess, the historical part is the, what was those writers that went really fast and delivered the mail? Um, I forgot what they're called, um, but that's historical in, in the early U.S. And um, so they're at this little stop in the middle of nowhere and and she turns it into a place, you know, where, you know, providing food for the stagecoach, which hadn't been done yet. And and she's determined to go swimming in the middle of the night to wash herself, which isn't done then. And it's just, you know, and, and then, you know, the guy who is the main guy is this inventor and he has these weird projects and they have really strong characters. And so I enjoyed it. Window in time. And and just the, the, it all gets started by this teenage guy who's screwing around. Then he creates, you know, in the modern times, he's the one that creates the uh, the the future problems. There's just a lot of things that were atypical about these kinds of stories. Window in time. Really. Okay, thank you. I, I find my spiritual inspiration through fiction. Uh, you know, I was thinking of The Little Princess when you were talking about The Little Woman. That's such a wonderful story about the magic that can happen in real life. Keeping... There's this another movie which I've watched, watched more than once. I usually don't watch movie more than more than once. So Inception, I've watched it like three times. Have you seen it? Have you guys seen it? I have seen it, but <laughs> I left it there. <laughs> Maybe I was too young. Inception, isn't that with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. You know, I mean, it was interesting, but current day movies are so dark and, and sort of nebulous. I, I like things with a, um, how shall I say, faith in possibility and human beings. and uh, But, it, you know, there was some interesting twists. Lisa, so I'm trying to find a movie. Is, is that Window in Time? Oh, or... it's a book. It's a book. And oh, I, yeah. I think it's called Window in Time. I could be wrong, but I, I think was that's searching correct. for a movie too <laughs> with that name. <laughs> I don't book. know why I made it into a movie. So, guys, if you are interested in Mahabharata, there is this amazing podcast which I heard last month when I was prepare making that uh, huge artwork of mine. 
it is called bhavarata itself i'll tell you the author's name so he, he it's a such a theatrical um, way of doing it music and all this sudipta bhomik the stories of mahabharata you will enjoy it <laughs> so oh, yeah. it's, it's a famous it's a famous indian mythology mahabharata and ramayan and it's a retelling of mahabharata so there's there there's huge war in it and there are a lot of characters in this and uh, shri krishna is the main um, he has a main role arjun and pandavas are there then there are kauravas and uh, can you pin it yes so you know these kind of mythologies in india are very popular so people never get bo- uh, bored of listening to them or rereading reading them So every year there is a Ramayan performance uh, near the uh, Shera time around India, and uh, you know, <laughs> Indian government in the lockdown, uh, they they are these first TV series of India. Okay, in they were first recorded in nineteen eighty four or something like that, and uh, they replayed it. They replayed both Mahabharat and Ramayan, and people are getting so sentimental, so sentimental about it. <laughs> so that that was entertainment for indian folks during the first lockdown i like um did you, uh i know it's kind of mainstream but kama sutra you know the spiritual journey of the the people uh-huh. in that movie um it says my connection is poor i don't know if you can hear me um but also i would ask you to if you can recommend and i know this is reading really specific but positive Indian or Middle Eastern fiction books, especially Middle Eastern fiction, it's hard to find positive stories. I, I did just, you know, get some recommendations today. I haven't read them yet, but uh, you know, the color of pomegranates was was good. Maybe more upbeat than I've been able to find. I don't know if you've read that early history, very early history Middle Eastern story. I don't know if I'm digressing too much here. And I also there's a cookbook by. Uh, uh, Hmm. Naomi hmm. it's called Persia and she she talks about her travels through uh the Middle East uh, moving from the Middle East to Canada and going through you know indigenous tribes and festivals and ritual and being you know w- or- welcomed warmly in these just nomadic places and uh and and weaves it into the the food the food recipes yeah that reminded me of a youtube youtube uh, video this lady she gets in book she gets in books from every country in the world and reads them even if they are not available in english she would get it translated from a friend and do it and would anybody laura or anybody be interested in doing that <laughs> yeah i don't know she has very generous friends who can just translate a book She has already done the process right so you can get it from her <laughs> Okay well I I did pursue um I some Persian uh librarians to recommend upbeat Persian fiction which you know she's going to give me a list you know that that hasn't been translated yet and then she told me of the publisher you know where I might be able to arrange something or whatever but I guess if you're really proactive you can <laughs> Oh my god. 
I'm just looking outside the window and there is just beautiful blue sky with clouds obviously because it's London but then there is this cloud like the 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 raw not even cloud but just a mass of clouds white should be white but they reflect the sun and they're golden just like horizon the line massive line of gold and then blue sky and some gray clouds also as well but it's just so beautiful oh thank you i can paint it now can you click that? yes <laughs> can you click a photograph and share? amazing description amazing Laura. <laughs> if i take a picture it will not give you the same so you have to imagine it imagine, uh... and create it in your head yes <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you very much for, for inviting me to the room. I really need to jump, but, but yeah, it was amazing time. Uh, thank you for all the recommendation. Uh, uh, I will definitely try to have a look at all those, those books when I go sometime. Uh, a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Very thank you, Galliano, for coming. To have you also. Okay, so the... Uh, Lisa, you are asking for a book on India, right? Indian uh, light, good kind of book. So there's this book called Bhumkesh Bakshi. I will. Is this uh, fiction? Yes. Fiction. It's like hmm? more like a detective story. Do you like that? Okay. So. Um, sometimes, sometimes, uh, usually they're intelligent, you know, detective stories. Um, but it would be interesting in India, you know, for me. So. What's uh, the, is it in I'll English? I'll put it on top. And, and it is available in English? Eh? Yes, it is. One second. Okay. It says the okay. link is not. It almost sounds like Hercule Poirot going to India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of some nonfiction. I, I loved reading the biographies of Benjamin Franklin practical spirituality changing the world kind of thing yeah oh my god i remember reading mahatma gandhi's biography my experiments with truth that's an amazing book everybody should read so you, you all know mahatma gandhi right you're asking me if i of course uh, you know i know i you know i'm um i went through this period where i because I loved reading the the Benjamin Franklin biography that I went and read a lot of people, but, but I didn't think of reading Mahatma Gandhi. I, I did enjoy the movie that, that was created many years ago. So so um, this one is an autobiography. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi himself has written it when he was imprisoned, so he got time to write about it. So he, uh, yeah, it's an autobiography and he explains about all his incidents and roles in his life. So right from being... Um, had right from having a child marriage and then um, uh, trying to uh, attempting to do a suicide and then uh, going serving his parents then going to England and how his mother had given him promise to not eat non-veg and not get into other things so and his experiments he does a lot of experiments with dietetics so for a long time he has only bananas and peanuts and he keeps trying different things, uh, milk, only milk and different grains and stuff like that. He also experiments with philosophies and uh, different 
culture and uh, spiritual books and knowledge from other cultures all that then he shares about his experience in south africa he he used until the independence war of independence he was helping britishers so even when he was in south africa he helped british to find against fight against the boers and uh, as as not an not as an army person but as a service so he was in the ambulance and work like that so he used to cure people take care of them and uh, get them front and back and then how he got into politics or how he was fighting apartheid and other cultural issues in south africa itself so i always wonder what would mahatma gandhi have done in modern times if he was there in modern times so uh, there's a fact about him that he used to communicate a lot he used to write a lot of letters uh, so much so that he taught himself to write with both hands so if one hand get tired he would write with other hand and uh, his t- in his time in well, africa like- <laughs> in his time in africa he first wrote for different newspapers he t- he learned different indian languages the tamil and tried to get people together with uh, medias like that so i guess if he was in modern times he was, he would always be tweeting and uh, writing books and making videos i guess <laughs> to attract people I, and I think that's a great exercise <laughs> i actually i actually that's something i ask people a lot when it, when they've read the warrior's apprentice if the main character miles or koswikin was alive today what what do you think he would do and if you were him in today's world what would you do does it give you a different perspective and also if he was a woman what would he be like i mean and it you know you haven't read the book but it's a very interesting thought process to what is the name again of the book the first one i recommended today the warrior's apprentice it, ah. it isn't it's not a like war violence book it's it's a really bad name for the book <laughs> but uh it's a very inspiring and interesting book uh and the the person is is one of my role models you know um uh for just world making and you know inspiration and uh, uh undauntable uh motivation and so i tried to share bhimkesh bakshi it is not coming online but you can just search it bhimkesh bakshi it, it's a movie and that's also. the name of the biography Oh no, no sorry. No no, no. that is the detective book. Oh oh okay. So name of the biography is uh, My Experiments with Truth. So Mahatma cool. if you say, if you google Mahatma Gandhi autobiography will be the top result. So My Experiments with Truth. So why he wrote that was his different in different positions how what was truth for him what is service for himself. He questions himself and gives example from different situations in his life so what is right and wrong so truth not just about lying and stuff like that but what is right or wrong what is ethical non ethical what should be done should not be done how to treat people how what is service and all that and he adds in incidents from his life and he explains his journey like that and in india also there was lot of difference between community and caste so how he got them together or how he tried to get, uh, and there's there's a lot of hygiene and maintain this issues also so cleanliness so india has india has a cleanliness drive on his birthday and he's 
स्वच्छता अभियान वी हैव एंड इट्स अ इट्स इंस्पायर्ड बाय हिम सो दिस दिस लॉट ऑफ थिंग दैट पर्सन हैज डन एंड ही इज कॉल्ड महात्मा आई गेस फॉर दैट मींस ही इज कॉल्ड महात्मा इन इंडिया सो यू कैन अंडरस्टैंड हाउ मेनी ग्रेट थिंग्स ही मस्ट हैव डन सो महात्मा इज अ ग्रेट सोल टू ट्रांसलेट इन इंग्लिश he sounds like a cross between benjamin franklin and leonardo da vinci oh yeah oh yes leonardo was also a great uh, polymath uh, into science into drawing and uh, so many more things he 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 had drawn the first design of helicopter as well and uh, so many things i had seen a documentary on him so he used to keep observing explaining he used to he was in politics as well so that's also amazing character to read about <laughs> a read or a documentary which was the best portrayal if you if i was someone was going to do one thing about me i have not read i have seen the documentary title uh <laughs> i just searched documentary on leonardo and see which cool. is okay. which is the best one or most viewed i did the same way so um, <laughs> so there there's this channel uh which has biographies on different artists as well so that's andy warhol and um, the salvador dali picasso few van gogh van gogh has a, his own movie as well So. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for Laura. Maybe do you have a favorite most magical uh book of women's spirituality, goddess energy um about spirituality. I actually have Carolyn Mace. Not sure if you have ever heard of her. No. Uh let me just pin this. and it's called sacred contracts oh turned on uh so it's about how how we actually choose before coming to to this life how we choose what's going to happen oh no it's something else i pinned sorry share audiobook and it's about how we choose before we actually arrive to this uh, experience how we choose our major points that is going to happen to either learn teach experience release so many aspects of that and how it's basically has been uh, the contracts have been done before so that's why it's called sacred contract was there any um practice or ritual um or just you just liked her story uh it's more of spiritual philosophy so she's a philosopher and sure. Uh, sure. i love also teal swan i don't know if you know her she nope. is nope. she's uh, so check her out on instagram she is i'd say she's between 30 and 40 and uh she's the new age also philosopher and 
and psychologist, let's say. Um, just trying to <laughs> to share this book. Oh, why does it work? Even big magic. What? I'm going to go after this because uh, I didn't sleep tonight. I have something that I have to do. And so I just got to get some community before getting it done. Um, so Absolutely. It was nice to have you and talk to you. Yeah, deep conversation and great recommendations and your different spirits. And Laura is so visually spiritual with her sun, sky, morning uh, blue sky and gold. Let me just double check if there is something that I haven't forgotten because I actually had few good things. I have to check my... So I love Louise Hay. Do you know her? Yes, yes. So that one I know. Wait, let me... Uh, can you say the name of the, the person who's alive between 30 and 40s? And a little uh, bit about teal, what you like? Yeah, Teal Swan. Just let me do this right now. I try not to do too much of the computer. It's easier for me to just write down the name. I know you want to put it for the replay, but uh, it's, can you spell her name or no? About, just give me one second. So, uh, 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 uh. so it's oh, again. Okay, it's T-E-A-L Teal and swan as as a swan okay and she is doing meditations she's public speaker she's talking about like everything inner child just amazing practices and i really love her the other one is um carolyn mace and i actually so I enrolled to a journey of spirituality so i was looking for the authors and reading the books and so after louise hay i came across carolyn mace mm. and you know it's always like just names until then i actually read it and then they come alive you know because how, I do, know. You, how do you really pass on the spirit right you have to they have that quote about you know socrates could only so you could read his books, but Socrates, you had to know, you had to be right in front of the fire to really know it. They said. And also, like Herman Hesse wrote in Siddhartha, if you try to explain wisdom, it comes in the wrong way. So it's better just to to show it, like in 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 actions. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, hugs to both of you. I must go. Like I said, I didn't sleep. Thank this you. Follow library so you will know when we have the other rooms going. Yeah, yeah. I clicked. I, I joined. I was so wonderful to meet. To, the, to it's sometimes hard to find people with substance when I go on Clubhouse. <laughs> so I lucked out today. So have a blessed, magical, exhilarating day, both of you. And Thank you for joining, again. and hope to Thank see you, you soon. And have a wonderful day. Bye. So Laura, uh, you, you mentioned your mom is into Art of Living. So there are a couple of good books from uh, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar as well. So Oh, she, she, she like literally, she sends me every day the stuff, like <laughs> quotes. <laughs> so how, how, how do you find it? Uh, I mean, uh, I don't like anything that is in out of balance. So I'm, I'm, 
like I literally have this kind of what's the name the protective uh, reflex where if you send me like five times a day things uh-huh. I'll be just it's uh-huh. too much and I will not even look up to that you know uh-huh. so she got me to the other side <laughs> but um, hey how, how how is it for you it's brilliant I keep on reading it again and again so uh, his narration on uh, Bhagavad Gita and Ashtavakra Gita so uh, read read maybe, maybe you'll have a different impression when you read so these are epics um, these are so in in Hinduism there is no it's not a bibliothel uh, religion so there's no Bible or Quran so there are a lot of things over here a lot of books a lot of uh, lot of philosophies it's it's more like a philosophy hinduism is more like a philosophy and it has rituals as well and a lot of communities lot of traditions so bhagavad gita is one of the mainstream books which is widely recognized as the main book of hinduism but it is not but it is very uh, good book to read so um, shri shri ravi shankar has done a narration on it to simplify what is there in that and try to relate it related with current times so there is a audio version also and there's a physical books also so you can read that another one is ashtavakra gita is the one that you shared in spotify right spotify did i share it no you you shared something like a a book on spotify like mythology or oh yeah uh, that was mahabharata so yeah good connection so bhagavad gita is a part of mahabharata so it is it is a scene on the battle and arjuna has thrown all his weapon he surrendering he doesn't want to fight his brothers and uh, in spite this the conflict has been going on since long time and there have been a lot of attempts to negotiate between the both the brothers uh, the, the kauravas have wrong done many wrongful things to pandavas sent them away in forest many times so a lot of episodes like this happen and uh, it's time of the battle finally but uh, arjuna comes from a this place that okay these are just my brothers how can i fight them and uh, he's just not willing to do that and then krishna explains him about uh, life and uh, he, the whole bhagavad gita is the convert that that particular conversation so there are like um, 18 chapters in it and um, it talks about subtle body as well as physical metaphysical life and death and so there are so many concepts in it so you might you might like the philosophy in it uh i love it can you share the the can you pin it so what happens is uh this or just send send it to back channel if I you can i will send it on instagram okay oh, oh, perfect thank you yeah so i will make a list on instagram and i'll share it with you because um, because of many reasons anyways so this geeta is for person who is in a tough situation it's for everybody but uh, when uh, there are crises of uh, soul searching or what is right what is dharma so bhagavad gita is a lot about dharma what the righteous thing to do right or wrong thing to do 
and uh, there's there's a lot of things in that so i have to keep rereading it to explain it that very well uh, about all the concepts and uh, this is number 1 number 2 is ashtavakra gita so ashtavakra is a saint who has eight bends in his body sort of he's crooked uh, due to a back story but uh, he goes to a king so gita is basically a conversation between two people so there are many different gitas here so bhagavad gita is there ashtavakra gita is there there are many many gitas so ashtavakra gita is a conversation between a king in his court and a saint so this king is in a position of okay he has done everything in his life uh, he is taking care of his whole empire and uh, he he has a, what is what is to be done in life and he discusses philosophy with the saint so one is a situation on a battlefield uh, do or die or stuff situation like that and uh, the other one is on in a palace Uh, so both come from a different context but they are a awesome read so the whole topic of karma you hear a lot of karma in uh, the talk right it comes from bhagavad gita so what is good karma what is what is karma actually and so on and so forth it's very interesting yes please 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 send me send me on instagram yes absolutely thank you and and if you want the, to read if you want to know more about indian mythology there is another author which i would suggest his name is devdat patnayak so he's a uh, he's a md doctor he's a medical doctor turned author so he has a lot of illustrations his books are books are short like 200 pages but lot of books are there and he talks about different uh, mythologies um, especially indian ones and different stories from different aspects try to correlates it and he explains it in a what a picturesque way he, he has his illustrations so this book which i have read about his first book was uh business sutras so sutra is uh two sutra is a points or hints what to do sort of so business sutra he talks about different strategies in business and whole management philosophy i need that send me this now <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's a very um, every chapter is just two two three pages so like uh, you can keep come back to it read again or and what he does is he explains the theory he puts in a story in it and then at the end there is a real life explanation of the management the boss is in an office uh, his assistant comes to him the problem the solution and the comparison with the thought or the story so it's on those lines <laughs> thank you for listening in we hope you found something of value from this conversation if you would like to support us please consider buying our nfts if you want to join in for the next podcast and ask questions and participate please join our clubs on clubhouse club rocklas and club library links to the nfts as well as clubhouse are mentioned in the description have a great day see you soon bye bye